When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Welcome. Couldn't get it out. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Johnny Boy, John Middlecoff, Guy Haberman. Backward hat day, apparently. Uh, like uh, in honor of the PGA Championship, John, backward hats for us uh, today. You know what happens? I hate playing golf in the rain. Golf and baseball deserve to be playing sunny weather. When, you're, when your bill gets soaked, it starts dripping in front of you. You can't see anything. It's, it's a bills when they get... Our disaster. You know? Why didn't Rory go hatless like he did, uh, you know, in the Ryder Cup? Because uh, Nike pays a premium for that real estate. <laughs> okay, they got to put the swoosh on the front and the back. Yeah. Uh, what's up, everybody? Glad you're here. Like and subscribe. Uh, get in the mailbag. You can do that. Five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review or just email the email that is down in the YouTube description or the podcast description. Promo code ham at gmail.com. Get a mailbag question in. How about them Lakers? News of the day today. I look forward to the NBA Finals in a month, John. News of the day today, uh, and the Niners will be on the field. I don't know if you saw Matt Barrow's piece the other day about the unveiling. Matt, uh, uh, the quarterback coach that Trey Lance worked with said he took leaps and bounds the last seven days with his new throwing motion. So we'll get to see that this week. Uh, <laughs> kind of a crash diet, I guess. Wait, wait his, his improvement over a seven-day period? He's yeah, he's saying he's got, he got a lot better watching – Pat Mahomes, and then in the last seven days, especially since he had a click watching Pat Mahomes, it's really gotten a lot better. So, hey, as someone who fixed his whole golf game with one range session right here, I'm buying it. I saw DeChambeau say he lost 18 pounds in 20 days. So crazy things can happen in a short period of time. News of the day today, John. Uh, The NFL, well, this is not officially being called the Brock Purdy rule. That's how everybody is interpreting the new NFL rule, which was passed today at spring meetings in Minnesota. These people meet all at non the Jesus NFL meetings Christ, nonstop. I mean, These guys have never heard of four seasons all over the country. Never heard of Zoom. <laughs> it's just another league meeting. This one's in Minnesota. How fucking bored are these guys? It's just it's diff- different committee. Uh, they get together, SB 902, whatever the hell this rule is called, that allows a 47th active roster spot for an emergency quarterback, a third quarterback who can only play if the first two quarterbacks have been injured or disqualified. And when you go to the, uh, when you go to Google and look up the rule, here's, here are five different stories about the rule. For those of you listening to this, I'll describe it. One has NFL logo story. Number two from bleacher has a, uh, Brock Purdy logo, uh, image story three, Brock Purdy image, NBC sports, Brock Purdy image, NFL.com Brock Purdy image. So, uh, you know, this is being viewed as a response to, um, Christian McCaffrey uh, coming in for Josh Johnson in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I, 
one thing the NFL will do anything to jump in front of is when people fuck with their television product. And that game was unwatchable the moment Josh Johnson got KO'd. Now, you could argue it was borderline unwatchable with him in the game, but that's just the nature of backup quarterbacks coming to play. Uh, I would say that this is more of a reflection of we never want to get into a position where we have the NFC Championship game, but I think they would say a random game on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. where the reason the game sucks as much as it does is because a guy can't throw. We, we already sometimes have that problem with bad quarterback play, right, with a quarterback who's over his head. You just have every single year bad teams. But they will do everything to mitigate their ability to screw up the television product, which is their... I would say the number one goal of the NFL is to keep TV and us on the couch happy. More than even anyone paying, if you're listening to this, you go to games. We've all gone to games. You are a second-class citizen to the television viewer, I would say, to their their revenue stream, right? Think about the fact that you can flex a Monday night game now with 12 days' notice. Thursday as well, correct? uh, Can you flex Thursday now? That's in discussion in their seventh league meeting that we're going on right now. (laughs) Got it, got it. Next... In three weeks in Tallahassee, they'll talk about that. Um, But, I mean, why not, right? And especially if you're Fox or ABC or CBS and you go, guys, what we cannot have is Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson and our biggest crew doing that game. That is an unwatchable game. And you're telling us the reason not to have an active third quarterback is what again? What's the reason for that? There's not really a good reason not to do it. Well, there's there's always been a lot of pushback of – arbitrarily, why are they pick 46 guys and not just your 53-man roster? Right, right. Right, because you you do these college games, right? And I, I remember being in college when we'd go over who could travel and who couldn't travel. Like, that was, there were league rules, I remember, in the WAC. You, you couldn't travel all 100 guys. Fresno State wouldn't have been able to financially afford that anyway for the hotel rooms. But, for example, all the Power 5 programs, they have, I, I don't know if the Pac-12 or the SEC has a rule of how many guys you can have in conference play, but I'm pretty sure it's not a hundred. The yeah. home team might be able to dress them, but they're not eligible to play. Correct. Which I, I understand, like you have to have rules, but I'd argue like 53 men, and clearly contractually, some guys have roster game day active bonuses and stuff. But we're talking, it's not like you know JJ Watt today's inactive, saving the team. Those guys are going to play no matter what. You're talking random. The 49ers, they're inactives. Diehard fans don't know some of the guys that are inactives besides some of their recent high picks, right? For every Danny Gray and Ty Davis Price, th- those guys are on. If you're a third round pick, you're making eight hundred thousand dollars in the season. So what? What are we? Why can't the guy just be active? But I've always, I'm sure, in these seventh league meeting of the year, they're having the discussion like, you know what, that extra three million dollars over the course of the season. But you're talking, I would say, given the size of the business, it's a line item. And this one, I think, was an easy one to pass because of what just happened. I do think this brings into light, like, why can't just all 53 guys be? One thing I don't think people quite understand, if you're listening to this and you've been to a college game, hell, even a high school game that has a big high school team, there are dramatically more people on a sideline than if you go to an NFL game. There aren't that many people on the sideline, right? They're, they're just really... Yeah, it's true. And some of the extra bodies are in sweats, Right. Right. It's not. It's. It is not jam packed. There are way no. more people. If you go to Fresno State or USC or whatever, when those two teams playing each other, the amount of people on the both sidelines than 49ers Rams 
Well, yeah, because because Kenny Amendola and Chris Pacheco, they all get sideline passes, right? Everybody gets the, the NFL doesn't give pass. out sideline passes, no, right? No, you don't get all the sideline passes. Um, but I'm even talking about the players there, and pads. It's so no, you're right. But here's the question: Are there? I do think there is a, a fair question about: Are there 53? Are there enough players to just like? Are there enough good players to play in NFL games every Sunday? If 53 guys are suited up for every team, what it has more to do with in the sport of football injuries happen. You, how often just, and it doesn't just a specific team, but you get in a position where it's like, Hey, they're, they're onto their last safety. Like, do you need to be in that position? Cause he's good enough to be on your active roster. I would say he's good enough to just be in pads. Even if he never plays a snap. Well, yeah. I mean, some days you're like, if we're a team, you're an active team, the 53 guys, 46 active, so your inactive seven are all healthy guys, and my inactive seven, two of them couldn't have played anyway because they're hurt, right? That happens sometimes? Yes. Right? So, like, in theory, you would have a, a game where one team has more healthy players than the other team? Yeah. Well, yeah. To me, what would happen, you'd go to 53, and then you'd have, like, 58-man roster with five more guys. No, like, to me, you go 53, and if the guys are dressed, you could still have, like, Nick Bosa rolls his ankle. You're not going to put him on IR. Yeah. He's just there and sweats. That's yeah. fine. But to me, if you're on the 53-man roster, you should be able to dress on game day. Now, the other thing is some of the guys, every single year, you know, the 49ers are a good example last year. Ty Davis Price, and even a lot of games till the end, Danny Gray proved that he could play special teams. Like, that guy was on the active roster mainly because of his draft position. You, you couldn't cut him because you couldn't risk him leaving, but obviously you didn't ideally want him to play, especially Ty Davis Price last year, where you kind of were going, this guy is a future guy, kind of like a Aaron Banks two years ago, who then becomes the starter, right? He's inactive all the games. There is just an element of playing some chess that way with your roster. Yeah, yeah. And then separate from the quarterback of, you know, some teams, I would say the quarterback is no different than your running back room or your safety room. Sometimes certain teams have positions of depth and other teams have positions of weakness, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, USC is a good example. Like, obviously, last year they had some legit positions of weakness on defense that maybe Utah doesn't have. Just like the 49ers have. Last year, you would say their position of weakness, I don't even know. It's like they're starting right tackle. Like, they were pretty, same with the Eagles. Like, they were pretty well-rounded operations. No yeah. team's ever going to be like, they got the best three quarterbacks in the league. This isn't. I always love quarterback room rankings. Like, oh, quarterback room. Well, they got the best players, so their quarterback room is ranked high. Hopefully, guys two and three don't have to play. Well, so exactly. If I tell you the chief, like, who gives a fuck about the chief? The chief's second quarterback right now, I think, is Blaine Gabbert. Like, do you think they care? Their options are just going to be limited. You, yeah, you'd say when that we see what Mahomes plays on. You could argue the the Raiders' position room. I mean, they got fourth round pick. They got Derek and they got Jameis. You know, I mean, how much starting experience do Jameis and Derek have? Saints. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's like, would would the would the Chiefs trade their like their position room one to four might be better? But you'd rather like, be elite than deep. I mean, the Bills have Barkley and At Kyle Allen backing them up. Yeah. So let's talk about the Niners part of this because I think a lot of people are reacting to the game. Like, would this have changed? There's two parts. Would this have changed the NFC Championship game? And what does this mean right now for the San Francisco 49ers? And what it means right now for the 49ers is, is more significant than what it would have meant for them last last year in the NFC Championship game, right? Now Brock Purdy was our third quarterback. 
to yeah, start the, the season. season. Yeah. Now it means that Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold and Trey Lance can all be active on game day. Now the question still will be, it still is significant, who is the number two and who's the number three, and I've got a theory for you on that. Interesting difference in this rule. Remember, this rule, people might think, like, didn't this rule exist? It existed for a long time. The difference between the way this rule, emergency QB rule, existed before and now is it used to be that if the third quarterback came into the game, the first and second quarterbacks cannot return to the game. That's different now. Let's say the first quarterback is out. The second quarterback comes in, gets hurt, goes to the locker room. Third quarterback comes in. Second quarterback gets cleared. The second quarterback can, or the first quarterback, those guys can return to the game even if the third quarterback is played. Where I think that rule, the way it used to be written, was probably so you couldn't have like Taysom Hill, you know, Kyle Juszczyk type guys you say, oh, this is our third quarterback, but really he's a player and then he plays on special You wouldn't teams. want him to be your second quarterback, but you would want to use him in spots your second quarterback wouldn't play. Yeah, or use him at other positions. You're kind of manipulating the rule. Uh, and who knows? Could this rule still get manipulated with guys like that? What if you went, hey, Kyle Juszczyk. You know, I'm not saying him specifically, but a guy like him can also throw the ball a little bit. Yeah. But we keep him up as our third quarterback, but really you have zero you know, desire to ever play him at quarterback, but he's like playing on offense, playing on special teams. That's, I would wonder if that was like from a football standpoint, a pushback always on that because teams will cheat. The 49ers, I do not think would, I think a lot of teams would utilize this. I I think, but the guy's got to be hurt, right? I guess you could fake an injury for that guy to come out of the game. You can't just sub him out. For one play, your third quarterback comes on, then he comes off, and the other guy comes back. Why not? Right? Well, I mean, you'd have to fake the injury, so you got to fake the injury. What if yeah. you just have him? What if he has a package? You know, like a. You, but but what I'm saying is he has to. He could. The third quarterback can only come in because of injury or disqualification. Is that the current rule? This yeah, that's rule? the rule. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so you would have to fake the. In, you know, again, could be done. So doing it, yeah, doing it that way. I I think they are driving it to a true. I think the Dolphins and the 49ers last year, and there were probably more teams, but I know for a fact because Skyler and Brock were drafted very close to each other, made the 53-man roster out of out of camp, right? So yeah. those teams yeah. had three guys on their 53, and they're good examples, right? If this rule was in place, I think all three guys are dressing week one. They ended up, as injuries happened, they all started and played. But I think that's a good example of Skyler Thompson and Brock Purdy week one last year would have been in pads right next to their backup and the coach, correct? Right, right. And I, I think any team that keeps three quarterbacks would have naturally done that. They just, Brock Purdy week one last year against the Bears was in fucking sweats doing yeah. who knows what, yeah. right? Yeah. Same, with, same with Skyler. And then as injuries happen, they both emerge. But I think it, it helps a situation out. Jordan Love, right, when he was originally drafted, they maybe would have been inclined to like, well, he's actually our third quarterback. We'll have a backup quarterback if he's not quote-unquote ready or whatever. It just enables you to me more wiggle room, which I was thinking about today in the shower. Wouldn't you, every team in the league should now aspire to have, because it wasn't as necessary. You're like, oh, we'll have a practice squad quarterback. Like now with this rule, you're crazy to not, I'm not saying teams weren't desiring to have three quarterbacks they felt good of good about, but I think you're making even more of a conscious and just aggressive scouting effort to have, you know, three guys maybe more inclined to draft Brock Purdy every single year. Right. Yeah. Like it yeah. makes sense. The saints, Jake Hayner, Stetson Bennett, like 
why wouldn't you like every other year be drafting a guy in like the fourth, fifth round at quarterback? Do you think are most teams willing to keep a third guy in the fifty three? Previously, I think as crazy as this sounds, that you view that whoever that third kind of quarterback is, if it's clear like there's a gap between the backup. You just start doing the math, and you're like, "Well, I'm not cutting this D lineman for this guy that I don't even think is an NFL starter or backup." So it's still it's still a little gamesmanship here, right? Because the the fifty it, they didn't expand the roster to fifty four, which would have made it kind of a little easier. Yeah, right? He takes up a spot, right? You're yeah. not cutting Samson Ebicam to keep this guy that maybe he'll be a good backup, right? You're you're not cutting your swing offensive tackle or a guy that can help you like key positions. Maybe you by yeah. six wide receiver or whatever, but I. You're still gonna the value of offensive linemen and defensive linemen, right, are pretty high. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Um, the, 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 I would say the reason Brock you're more likely to use your third whatever other position guy than your third quarterback. Brock made the team, and I would. I, it's not like I followed Skyler's training camp, but I, I think you could probably put him into this umbrella too because they fucking earned it. Like they went, this guy can play. Right. Right. They forced them to do something they don't really. Kyle may be more likely than most teams to do it, but most teams don't want to cut a guy who you guaranteed $2 million to, right? Which is what the Niners did with Nate Sudfeld. Yeah. Um, but for the Niners specifically, I just want to make this, give you this theory. Does this make it more likely that Trey Lance is the second quarterback and Sam Darnold is the third quarterback? If I know that if Brock gets hurt, now Trey's got to play, he's got to be my quarterback, right? But it allows me to use Trey potentially in some ancillary way while also having Brock be my starter. Although I don't think Kyle is inclined to do it. Because the knowing internet that, then freak out, meaning you mean running him around, right? Running him like crazy, knowing that if Brock gets hurt and then Trey comes in and I run him like crazy, I still got Sam there if something happens to Trey Lance. is Does Kyle, does he protect himself a little bit if he makes Trey Lance the back? I, I just wonder if this is part of the, the thought process with him. Middlecoff loves Purdy and hated Lance. I like Purdy and hope for Lance. Wish John was more like me. Randall. <laughs> It's a very straightforward I, comment. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm very unemotional about this stuff. I, and I think Kyle will be too. I, I, I don't think if Trey ran around, like we've already established his running is not a positive. And I don't, I'd even argue for NFL running quarterbacks, it's not even like neutral. In a weird way, it feels like a detriment because you like force feed it into your offense and it's not, doesn't really work. So I, I would say that. Yeah, you're, it's like a ha- you're doing something halfway. It feels I would like say it, it it impacts his backup quarterback race zero. Now, if he beats him out, he beats him out. But I I do not think if it's like one guy's getting the nod over the other, this has zero impact. I I think the only place it has impact. I've been pretty adamant that I was like, if he doesn't beat Sam Donald out, I honestly I didn't know they were having their 18th meeting of the year, and this was still on the table. But now that we know, and it's it's passed, I think this not only keeps Trey Lance on the team this year, I. I think, guy, this unless something happens off the field or gets weird, I, I think this kind of establishes he's going to be on the team more than likely for the foreseeable future. You know, just like his contract, which is another year, even if he's the third-string quarterback, it, assuming that everything keeps going, that, you know, people like him, no off which the field. Which seems to be the case. His agent doesn't pound the table, I want to go somewhere. Somebody doesn't it, offer a third-round pick for him. Yeah, so I, I, I think that it changes the trajectory of his career with the Niners, which I thought was in jeopardy if he didn't beat out Sam Darnold. And now I think, I'm not saying that's irrelevant, because I would say that, who knows? You, you never know. They could claim a guy and just what, 
not no, do him a favor, but just say, listen, just work with him. If you know it wasn't going to work out here, I I, I would be definitely in the foreseeable future in 2023, he's going to be on the team. And I think there's a good chance you and I talked about this before we hopped on for the most part, first round picks. If you notice, like a lot of them over the last several years do not get their fifth year option picked up, but the overwhelming majority of them, if they do not go to jail or get cut, just play out their career on that said team. And the Niners and Raiders are two good examples of Solomon Thomas and Farrell, Cleveland Farrell, who have, ironically swapped teams uh you know it was clear within a couple years like this was not a good pick what happened to both guys they just played out their careers on their contract because they were solid happens that happens all over the league yeah so they weren't bad players they were just overdrafted players right but they had a role they had a place and they're just both of them are going to have a combined you know 18 years in the league when it's all said and done yeah so in a weird way even though it started very differently he could end up with in the jordan love situation right which is just like there was not really a lot of urgency with Jordan Love because they drafted him later in the first round, and Aaron Rodgers was there. Nobody was talking about is Jordan Love about to play, and then here we are five years later. Jordan Love's about to play just because the circumstances unfolded that way. I think the difference, though, is, and I saw a lot of internet people screaming from Cones to Lombardis to everyone that talks about but a lot of Brock Purdy talk during the PGA Championship Sunday. That was very understood, right? It's like, you're not playing yeah. Skyberry yeah. and Roger. I think yeah. one of the arguments, and we'll see how this plays out, is like, well, who's who? why is he not playing if the quarterback situation is not established, right? Well, it feels, it feels like it's gotten established now with well, Brock. I, when I say established, like going well. Yeah. Even if win or lose time. or draw, Jordan, as long as Aaron Rodgers was on the Packers, he was never going to play. Yeah. We'll get time. It doesn't have to be decided today. And <clears> for all of the excitement about Sam Darnold five months from now, we could look back and go, yeah, that wasn't going to, he wasn't the guy. Also, I, I know what you're saying. I, I do think when you're the third overall pick, I mean, uh, yeah, it's different. I Trey, Trey Lance. I bet if we looked, if we just pulled up the 49ers salaries, he's making more money than the majority of guys on the team, right? At eight, nine, $10 million a year and a $25 million signing bonus. I, I I bet there's a decent chance that less than 15 guys on the team make more money than Trey Lance and have had a bigger signing bonus than Trey. Obviously, right, a lot of guys, guys make on more than Trey contracts. Lance this year, cap hit. I'm going to go cap hits. Trent, Armstead, Kittle, Bosa. That's the list. <laughs> and obviously, there are guys, right, that, you know, Debo makes more. Uh, Hargrave makes more now. Yeah, I mean, I just went the 2023 no, I, cap. Hit. But, I, but I can I can think off the top of my head, you know, uh, Bosa, because he was drafted one spot ahead the previous year. It, it's a short list. <laughs> I mean, it is not. He's, he's making, think of all the guys on offense Trey Lance would make more than. Juszczyk, Ayuk, Banks, all the other offensive linemen beside Trent. Uh, McCaffrey and him, pr- relatively close salaries, right? I mean, this is make more than every other running back. All the other tight ends not named Kittle. Juwan Jennings, for sure. I mean, they just signed an elite, the best free agent of the offseason. Some would argue, right? Javon Hargrave. I, I think, yeah. I think they did. And this year, Trey Lance has a bigger percentage of the cap than him. That's prog manipulating a little 100%. bit. A hundred percent. He's making 20 a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no doubt. It's an oddity. Somebody asked, like, why is this the Purdy rule? I guess really it's like the... 
Well, no, Purdy came back, so it's the Josh Johnson, the Purdy rule. It's so a guy like Brock Purdy doesn't have to end up back in the game in the NFC Championship game. That's, that's I think it's why it's the Purdy rule is if, if Brock Purdy does not get injured and uh, the game just plays out normally, Eagles win, as Debo said, the Niners kick their ass, whatever. No chance this happens. It never would have been talked about. Or it, and it definitely wouldn't have had... I'm not saying it wouldn't have been talked about because I would imagine some offensive coaches pressure their owners, right, or GMs. I think what you said earlier is right. It's the, the television element of what... it didn't. If, if that happens in the fourth quarter of a 20-point game, different story, right? Yeah. No one feels robbed of the NFC Championship game. I, I think the... I, I think the the for, the the league office. God, if this happens to the Raiders, <laughs> does I know that's what you want to well, get at. So let's it, just talk about would, it. The problem is, if it happened to the Raiders, it would never happen at the end of January. So it's just one of the seventeen weeks. And are they playing a ten a.m. kickoff? I, you know, <laughs> I, I listen. It's not even the 49ers brand juice, whatever. It's just simply Super Bowl is what the NFL cares a lot about. But I would say the NFL playoffs as a whole, if you just added up all the games, like think of all the viewers that, and I would say the NFC and AFC championship games, their two games equal what the Super Bowl, right? It's like 45, 50 million each. They care a lot about that weekend. And that weekend yeah. was immediately thrown a curveball that happened on the, was that the first drive of their game? Yeah. First yeah. drive of the game. I, with two Eagles enormous brands, it, it felt like the best four teams in the league. I just know that the league, just talking to coaches and GMs, whenever they complain, like, yeah, no one gives a shit about our takes because they don't. Yeah. Right. They, they, these owners right now do not care at all about whatever OTAs are happening the next. They do not care one iota about like practice is allowed to be 10 minutes, hour and a half. Like, it doesn't even register. The only thing they care about is the television product. And I, I think the playoff games mean a shitload to them because that's, for as much money as they make during the regular season, those games is like, you pay probably, I, I wonder if you talk to people that are in charge of the buying of the league that go obviously paying for the inventory throughout the 17 or 18 weeks is big. But if we're CBS and Fox that get games every single week of the playoffs and then flip-flop on the uh, Super Bowl, those playoff games are where we can make a month worth of revenue that we do during the season, right? Imagine being the guy in charge of ad sales for the Super Bowl, and he's sitting at dinner with the guy in charge of ad sales for the World Series and the guy in charge of ad sales for the NBA Finals. And the guy in charge of ad sales for the Super Bowl says, you know, we can sell all these ads before anybody knows who's in the game, and and everyone's going to get their money's worth, right? We can sell the ads right now today, and you could tell me it's Giants, uh, Chiefs, or it's Bengals, Seahawks. No one's going to walk away from their Super Bowl ad going, we got gypped. You imagine being the guy in charge of NBA final sales? Almost all it's like, oh, we're gonna get Lakers, Celtics, or or Nuggets Heat. Very different experience for yeah. the people that paid whatever X amount of dollars for those ads, right? And the NFL, it's in that way, it is. I know we say all the time it's like a TV show, but it is like a TV show in that, right? Like at the beginning of a year, you could say the friend finale, season finale, uh, show finale, whatever, series finale. Is on this date, and the advertisers know what they're getting out of that eight months later, right? Yeah. Sport, the NFL is like that. The rest of sports is not like that. The rest of sports ratings for your championship game are dependent on who participates in the game. Well, it's like whenever NCAA the baseball playoff starts, you're like, God, 
Dodgers Yankees be sweet. Right. And then it ends up like Padres Astros. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's just not the same. NFL doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. It's why the I keep pushing back on the Thursday night games. Like, God, I don't know how they're really complaining, but they clearly, they take that shit very seriously. Because I don't think that they necessarily, they view everything in a big picture view. Like you just, they always just want to have bigger numbers, right? Yeah. They, they yeah. never want to go backwards, even right. though it right. was very understandable on the Amazon Prime thing. Yes. And where is Amazon Prime sniffing any numbers even? Just look at any other, if you put the an NBA playoff game, even the Lakers, right? Who now are the second biggest television brand in the league behind the Warriors? Denver's nug- De- the the Lakers and the Nuggets streaming only for Game Four, streaming on whatever YouTube TV, Amazon Prime, you name it. Whatever they get, whatever they are getting for this for the series, let's just I'll just pick a number: six million people. I watch the playoff games. That might be low, might be high. What would you say that that number immediately gets whacked in half? I mean, at least, yeah. I mean, if you told me that 1.5 million people, it got cut by 80% or whatever, I'd believe you. I think the NFL, they're not like recession-proof where it wouldn't go down. It would not nearly go down as much. And if you told me the playoff game, like this Peacock playoff game, right? The playoff game. Uh Uh-huh. I think by the time, and if you get the right teams, now I I would guess they give them the shittiest game. Actually, they won't because it's Saturday night, I think. Saturday night, Peacock only. Okay. It'll be fine. The uh, You just made me think. I just went and looked. Like, do you think the Peacock playoff game is going to do, like, shitty numbers? Well, it won't do Fox or, or NBC or Fox or ABC numbers. Yeah, and it won't do what it would do if you just put it on NBC Saturday night. Right, right, right. right. I just went and looked. I remember getting the first iPhone back in 2008. I had just gotten the day before a uh, BlackBerry with the full keyboard. Yeah. And then the iPhone comes out and my radio boss, Chris Pacheco was like, Oh, we'll get the iPhone. It'll be work expense. So I went the next day, swapped it out, got the new iPhone 2008 iPhone revenue in 2008, 1.8 billion, 1.8 billion year two, 13 billion year, year three, 25 billion year four, 45 billion. I mean, these are growing exponentially last year, 205 billion. So butcherbox.com slash ham. And another special deal, free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off, right now at ButcherBox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, Pork raised, crate free, and wild caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com/ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional twenty bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com/ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get twenty dollars off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do: go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some 
garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I, I'd be curious back in 08, what sold more? More iPhones or more home phones in 08? It's a good question. I, I'm going to guess home phones. Number of units moved 2008, home phones. Right? That'd be my guess. I don't know. I, I don't, I can't find. Oh, wait. If you, if you went like 02, I'd say for sure. I feel like 08. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, you, but my point is just like, we all know where the Amazon streams are going. We know where they are going. They will be this one day. They will be the same numbers as the broadcast numbers, but it's, it's going to be a little while. It's going to be a few minutes. Apple went from 1.8 billion in year one to 205 billion. Do you know that Apple's AirPod revenue is almost 25 billion? I mean, considering I have to buy a new pair every two years, it makes sense. (laughs) Two years. The other thing is people just naturally, it's way more losable. I feel than the string one. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. I I saw someone say that the AirPod revenue alone for Apple is more than a percentage of companies that are ranked in like the top 1,000. Just that alone for them. Because it does feel that Apple's a good example. And I've always thought this about the NFL. Like, eventually we're going to get to the place where I don't need a new phone all the time. I haven't bought a new phone in years. I don't even, I've had the same. That's what battery degradation is there to accomplish. I've had the same iPad now for a while. I don't need a new iPad. But where where the game has changed for them with the iPad is like the moment you get kids, you have to get more iPads. It's just it's a guarantee. So I think they've really benefited from the millennial generation getting really annoyed with their kids. Where I think our parents just I don't know dealt with it uh, because I mean in the history of time that I didn't have another option, just, John. No, uh, but the, the NFL just just like they're not going to be on top forever. That's a fact. It's we've seen it in our own lifetime. Baseball, when we were born, I would say was the biggest. Then MJ, I would say, joined the other big dogs, and I would say the NFL has really separated the last, definitely the last two decades. But I, I would say when we were like in the mid '90s, they were felt like they were getting a stranglehold of. They were, off. but baseball, you know, the World Series was still humongous, was still then. big, and the Yankees were huge, the dynasty. So I, NBA, you know, 
safe to say the once the internet really took hold in the late '90s, early 2000s, football it felt like with Brady, Manning, and just television. Just- I, I think I really I say this all the time. I really think the simplicity in I don't want to sound cliche here, but in the era of the distracted human, which is us in the last 20 years, and shorter attention spans, blah blah blah, the same stuff. The fact that the NFL is always on at the same exact time, and it's all, you don't have to dedicate every night to it. You don't have to. What time do we east? Are we on the east? Are we on the just Sunday? I'm going to watch the games. That's it. Monday, I'll watch the games. Thursday, okay. That's it. it. It is so easy to consume at a time when your consumption is like all over the place. It's just built in. It's why well, I have a lot of respect for people that you know in the medium of talking about stuff or writing or whatever that cover basketball, for example. Yeah. It's like every night. I mean, the NBA playoffs, like I I didn't watch one second of the heat Celtics. It didn't matter at all to me. I I wouldn't have, but it's been, there's been an NBA playoff game for the last month and a half. I know this is going to be breaking it down for 90 minutes. I know. I I just, the dude doesn't leave his house because he doesn't want to miss a game. Like I, I couldn't do that. At least with football. I know it's Thursday, Sunday, Monday. And I really like Saturdays, but it's only the fall. And I, and I just, it's just very set. Like I don't have to worry about random days. Where yeah. in baseball and basketball, it's just fucking it's relentless. And that's all the NFL's trying to protect is that stranglehold. And they got it for Joe the says, foreseeable future. It's it's going to end though in our lifetime. I think. I don't know what's going to take it over. It's not like baseball or basketball. Game, gonna, video games. Yeah, I mean something. Little kids watch people play video games Soccer. on YouTube. Un, uh, unboxing videos. Feels like that had a shelf life. Joe says, uh, parents dealt with it? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, they beat their children. Uh, Just Mike said, why aren't we calling this the middleman podcast yet? Papa used to call us that. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't think I ever got whacked that I didn't deserve it. Uh, Oh, going back I'm talking less about, like, 10-year-olds and more just about, like, 4-year-olds. Right. Four-year-olds, I've got news for you. Unless you're a fucking deadbeat loser criminal, would have never been getting beaten. But they are definitely getting iPads. And I'm not, I don't blame anybody. I will do the same in front of their eyes. Because it's the only way you can. And our parents and their parents, like that did not happen. And those no, kids we had, were not getting I had, uh, beat. I had a, uh, what was it called? Uh, you fill in blanks. Mad Libs. But I, that what? might, in my mind, I was like, oh yeah, whole cart ride, I did Mad Libs. Reality was I probably did it for seven minutes and then needed something else to do. Yeah. Randall says, just took a dump. What did I miss? You don't think your phone, bro? What? It's 2023. Yeah. Why'd you miss anything? What are you talking about? Uh, all right. So, you know, one thing we didn't do, we I, I pulled this up real quick here. Um, NFL depth chart by position. So, like, who is your third quarterback? Because it's not Nate Sudfeld, right? Um, maybe it'll be Nate Sudfeld. But third quarterbacks, you want some third quarterbacks around the NFL real quick? Matt Barkley. In Buffalo, Skylar Thompson and Mike White are both two as backups. Trace McSorley is the But third isn't that a good example? Like, those two guys will make the team. Yeah. Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, that group is still going strong. They've added Tanner Morgan from uh, Minnesota. Case Keenum. I mean, look, all of this. It's going is- to extend careers, I think. Jarrett Garantano is the third string quarterback in Buffalo with Ben DiNucci behind him. But whatever. do you agree? Like, careers, like the random. Matt Barkley, like more Matt Barkleys will exist now in the NFL. Yeah, extend careers and just kind of keep a career. Like maybe Max Duggan's got a shot that he wouldn't have otherwise. Jaron Hall. 
Yeah, let me rephrase that. Create careers. Yeah. Um, I would say if you were a guy in the UFL or the XFL or some of those other random leagues, like you're the best quarterback, that becomes more enticing. Like you could, if you flash a little bit, you could keep this thing. You could have a five-year NFL career that might not have happened. John Purdy, Wolford. Purdy is just, and Skylar Thompson, to me, are bad examples because they like legitimately made their team as rookies. Right. You know, it's it's more about guys that had no shot and to make well, the team and then just kind of keep their, you know, maybe get kept as, you wouldn't keep them on the 53, but if you're on my practice squad, I, I have to think, I guess some teams... There, there are going to be a lot of teams next year in the NFL that go into games with two quarterbacks. Like, would another team have cut Brock Purdy last year? It and depends if would he that played as well as he did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a young quarterback that you kind of like, you are not exposing him to getting cut. That's yeah. the thing about the position, is you're more likely to keep a borderline guy there. Again, I can't speak for Skylar Thompson. I didn't watch Miami in the preseason, but Brock played well in the preseason. Brock beat out What's his name? Remember, by the second preseason game, he was the number two quarterback. Sudfeld, yeah. So it was like he was trending. And at the time, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't on the roster. Remember? They signed him like at the 53-man, basically. Uh-huh. It was kind of a unique situation that way. Where the Dolphins, for example, had Teddy as their backup. So it was like this guy, he just made the roster as a third quarterback, which is pretty impressive to do. Pretty technically made the roster as the backup. Maybe it all happened at once. I guess they kind of knew. Niners were just in a unique situation. Well, I would say that Skyler was more just like, clearly they valued him enough to keep him as a true three because they already had two guys they knew the whole offseason, let alone training camp, were going to be on their team, right? Yeah. And Tua. And Hayner's a good example. Like, to me, Hayner feels like a lock to make the roster, right? Scott says, get your boy Jake Hayner. Check out this photo shoot. Yeah, I agree with you, John. He would. He He's even before this rule... He's making the roster. For those, if you didn't see it, Warren Sharp tweeted out what he called a um, unserious roller coaster. See, I, I would push back a little bit. Not that he wasn't. You're not a lock as a fourth round pick if things go shitty. I think you get the benefit of the doubt now, even if there's a you know he's running with the three. I, I just think a guy like him, Stetson Bennett's a good example. I don't know who the other quarterback is on the the Rams. He might just be a numbers. Brett Rippin. Yeah, so he's probably beating him out. I just think you, you know, to take a guy in the fourth round, he's got a Tyler Wilson member was the Raiders' fourth round quarterback out of Arkansas that they cut. If you take a guy in the fourth round, you got to really not like him to cut him. But it's not not like him. Part of it is he's not ready to contribute, so I put him on the practice squad. But you got to think he can get, yeah, but you have to think he's going to clear waivers, right? Yes. And Hainer, that's where this guy is not clear. Hey, Jake Hanner would not clear waivers. No. Because there are teams, I'm sure, what would you say, half the league would have been interested if he was in the fifth or sixth round just because he's a quarterback before this rule, right? Jake Hanner was well-liked and viewed by the NFL yeah, teams. Yeah, there are right? teams that I'm sure think he could be their backup quarterback. 100%. And who knows? Including the 49ers. I, I would say there's a, there's a chance that he beats out Jameis Winston. We see it all the time in the NFL, right? Sounds crazy when you say it out loud, but maybe Hayner has more support internally than Jameis does, right? Well, I mean, there's always this like sliding scale of 
have we seen your best? What else do you have to offer? And you will take sometimes potential over the known. And the known with Jameis is we know what we're getting. It's not getting any better than what it is. The potential of Jake, they might lean that way. Now, in the end, he may not have half the career that Jameis had. I don't know. It's not about Jameis. But, you know, you at that position, if it's not your starter, you tend to go with the potential. Do you know why his pictures got leaked, but I haven't seen any other rookies at this thing? Um, I wonder if you can just go to the team website and see them. Yeah, I don't know. Why did Warren Sharp end up with these? Okay, good head of hair. <laughs> he does look good. I would imagine the outtakes of, they take a 500 photos. The photos they take are just ridiculous. Well, do you notice, I just saw a picture of a lot of the rookies. Looks like an actor playing football. <laughs> do you know what happens is like a lot, the majority of the guys there are like top 50 picks. It's like Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, right? It's the guys, first round picks. But you got to have a bunch of quarterbacks there. So, you know, CJ Stroud and some of those guys were there. But you also invite Stetson Bennett and him. Like, yeah. they were there. He, Maybe none of the other pictures are pick. interesting. Maybe that's the deal. Yeah, but to me, what's crazy about this is just the quarterbacks. Like, he gets invited to this. He's sitting with all the totally. first-rounders. Well, did you see the photo the other day? It was like uh, Tom Brady and uh, the owner of the Sixers met with the top five quarterbacks drafted. And you're like, all right. So they met with Richardson. Okay, Stroud. Makes sense. Okay, Alabama. Okay, he gets to go. Or maybe it was the four quarterbacks. Levis well, was there, I saw. Well, Levis was there. I'm like, Levis. <laughs> but it was some endorsement sponsor deal, you know. Was there somebody else? Maybe it was top four or top five guys. I saw just a lot of other random people roaming around. I was like, who are these people? Michael there Rubin feels like... Uh, just the great connector. Like he's 100%. He's just bringing things together. Yep. Uh, Tom Brady, John, welcome to the forty to the uh, Raiders quarterback room, by the way, potentially. Part so, owner. So, I saw Florio wrote, to to buy a percent of the Raiders probably would cost 40 to $60 million. Which, if you were worth hundreds of millions of dollars, like 40 or $60 million, if, if you told me, like, the equivalent – John, you can give $50,000 to do X that would be the equivalent yeah, of that. Yeah. I would do that without hesitation. $50,000 right. cash would be a lot of money to me. So like $50 million, even if you only are worth $600 million if you're Tom, that's still a pretty easy investment, I would say. Also, when you factor in that they only give ownership historically to people that are already involved. Right. It's, it's a play to eventually own the Raiders. Own more of the Raiders. I was someone or another team. Someone tweeted at me like, "Does this protect him about the league coming after him?" And I'd be like, "Ah, I actually kind of view it as I do think the league would like Tom. He doesn't have the money. Like he's not rich enough, right? Like a David Tepper or some of the you know the Walmart people that just bought dinner. He's not going to have that level of wealth. So because one of the stories about Michael Jordan, people have always talked about he got a really sweetheart deal." to own the Hornets. Like, he didn't pay normal prices. But then I watched... Did you watch Air? It's on Amazon Prime. No, I haven't watched it. Was it good? I've heard oh, good fantastic. One thing, Michael's mom... And I don't... I, I can't remember. I read Chew Dog Red. I listened years ago. She negotiated as part of his deal was ownership in the shoe. So he gets annual revenue off every shoe sold. And it's, you know... I don't think anyone has access to the contract, but it's... Rumored that he makes, on average, about $400 million a year <laughs> just from the shoe alone. Michael, you know, the, the shoe generates Nike billions. 
So if you just factored in that, like, and he invested it, he would easily have money to buy a normal NBA team if he mm-hmm. wanted to. Uh, but I, I don't know if Tom, I just don't think he'd ever have the level of wealth unless he hit some like invested angel investor into some company and made like $5 billion. Which was randomly. probably the, you know, the idea on the FTX thing. You see Shaq's been dodging the uh, people trying to serve him? No. <laughs> they, they can't just show up on TNT? They, they've tried. Uh, the security guards will not let them in. They've served everybody. Steph, Brady, they cannot get Shaq. <laughs> Incredible. Way to go, Shaq. <laughs> All right, on that note, anything else? No. All right, later. We'll look for uh, Trey Lance's new throwing motion this week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.